This episode of the Beauté Industry Podcast is brought to you by Dermalist, the new Australian company redefining cosmeceutical skincare. Hello and welcome to the Beauté Industry Podcast, your online support community for the professional beauty industry. I am your host, founding director of Beauté Industry, Tamara Reid. Here, we are closing the competitive gap and speaking your language. This is a platform created and dedicated to the professional beauty industry, valuing community over competition. We serve to help connect you with inspiration from industry experts, expand your knowledge through educational pieces, and bring you the latest in product and technology innovation. This is Beauté Industry. Today, my guest is Charmaine Blackburn from Cocoon Luxury Australia. For as long as she can remember, Charmaine has had a deep appreciation for love and luxury of aesthetics, cosmetics, holistic health and wellness. As a former classical ballet dancer, cosmetologist, fashion model and later turned businesswoman, Charmaine always had a persistent inner desire to create something truly special. In 2017, Charmaine noticed a gap in the market, wondering why people were only focusing on their face and neglecting their body, something I'm sure many of you have thought as well in your treatment rooms. From here, the clear vision of Cocoon Luxury was born, one of which has taken Charmaine two years to bring to life, officially launching in December 2019, right before the world was about to hit the global pandemic. Building a product range including anti-aging polishes and balms, fragrant diffusers and even a gua sha board, Charmaine talks about Cocoon Luxury's mission and what motivated her to fill the natural yet luxury gap in the market and of course shares with us why body care and self-care go hand in hand. Here's Charmaine and I for Beauté Industry. Charmaine, thank you so much for joining me on the Beauté Industry podcast this morning. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you. Oh, it is so great to be with you. Um, <laughs> I am sure so many people have seen on my personal Instagram stories how much of a fan I am of your products. So it's been a long time coming. People have been asking me, when can we find out who is behind this range? So I and, um, and our community, I'm sure, are very excited to hear from you today. Oh, thank you so much. That means uh, the world to me. <laughs> I love that you love my products. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, Charmaine, you may or may not know, but we start every episode by looking back all the way at the beginning of our guest career and by figuring out how and when they got started into the beauty and aesthetic industry. And I would love to find out that answer from you today. So how did your career begin? Yes, um, so my career really began within the beauty, beauty industry quite organically and I think really it's evolved from me being in you know, one industry to another and then coming full circle right back around. So, um, you know, just understanding my passion and purpose um, I think has helped along the way and, you know, I used to be a classical ballet dancer as well as a fashion model and a makeup artist. So I've always been within that 
creative space and that theatrical space um, for a lot of the time. And, you know, during my tertiary studies, um, you know, there was a, a lot of learning about self-care and nutrition and body anatomy, kinesiology. Um, so I think the seeds were planted quite early about holistic health and well-being, um, you know, really through my dancing years. Um, and, you know, uh, after I sort of um, gave away my um, sort of dancing studies and um, decided to hang up the point shoes, I went into um, more like cosmetic um, retail uh, space. So I think, you know, being a dancer and always sort of having, you know, stage makeup on and, you know, that sort of um, was a bit of a natural progression going into, um, going into retail sales um, for cosmetics and beauty. Um, sort of where I felt most comfortable. Um, and I used to represent global brands and one in particular was Napoleon Perdez at the time. So I started off as a county manager um, at one of their flagship stores in Perth and, you know, sort of um, understood quite quickly that I had a really good, strong sales skill for, um, for sales. Um, so, you know, enjoyed my time there as being county manager and, and took it really seriously during my early 20s. Um, and, you know, uh, I think the management um, sort of recognised also that I was doing really well and they promoted me up to more of a regional role within um, uh, Western Australia and South Australia. I actually had about 80 accounts under me that I was doing the promotional events, um, coordinating for all of these 80 accounts. So, you know, their stockers portfolio um, expanded right across department stores, um, you know, salons, also little pharmacy sort of um, stockers accounts as well. And I was responsible for the training of their staff um, and, you know, helping them really put together um, their events. Um, so, you know, coaching them through how to cold call their customers, um, you know, creating um, an urgency around uh, specialising um, an, an event. And, you know, my job was to really go in on that particular night of the event and do a masterclass of the cosmetics and really showcase the seasonal um, makeup look for that particular um, um, month or that particular season. So, um, you know, I really enjoyed delving deeper within, you know, the the cosmetic, um, uh, more business side of things. And I think that's sort of really sparked a lot of interest along the way and, um, you know, really ignited that entrepreneurial spirit in me to create my own brand. Um, and then as sort of, you know, life kicks on and, you know, your sort of um, priorities um, do change, I ended up going into property sales, um, uh, you know, and, and leaving the whole beauty space, which, you know, was a complete change for me. But I feel at that time I really wanted, um, you know, more of a challenge and I really enjoyed the whole um, aspect of sales and I, I felt like I really wanted to try and, um, and better myself in, in, in any which way I could, you know, through um, my own personal um, professional um, journey. So, um, so, yeah, that was around 2005 and got my sales licence um, and specialised in off-the-plan apartments. So that was, yeah, of course, a complete change, but really enjoyed it. Um, 
And what I think, you know, I really learned along the way is, um, you know, sales is sales. And, you know, as long as you're really understanding the product knowledge and you're understanding, you know, how to overcome objectives, um, I really found that it didn't matter whether I was, you know, selling a $30 um, eyeshadow or whether I was selling a, um, you know, a, a million dollar um, apartment. It, it really didn't matter. Um, you know, the sales strategy is really the same. So long story short, um, you know, I met my husband along the way, we got married and had um, two beautiful children. Um, and, you know, I was sort of really embracing that slower pace um, of time in my life and really just focusing in on family at that particular time. Um, and we did some traveling. We stayed in some lovely places around the world because I hadn't really traveled prior to that. Um, and I think that's really where I fell in love with the spa industry is, you know, going to these amazing destination spas and resorts and, you know, just being so fascinated with the products um, and, you know, experiencing these incredible uh, treatments um, uh, in spa and, and was, was really just taken um, up in, in the whole process of it all and, and, um, and just, you know, really just fell in love with this, you know, spa industry. So um, that time was around, yeah, 2015, 2016 and, you know, had my kids then and, um, and just felt like I needed something um, more, like I was a um, stay-at-home mum at the time, just completely um, looking after my kids and, you know, 100% enjoyed that. But I, I did have like a burning desire to create something again, um, you know, tap into my creativity and, and tap into something that would really um, give me that passion and purpose. So... Um, so, yeah, I, th I think that's really where it all sort of ignited, um, you know, for me to create my own brand. Yes. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So what a story and what a journey. I love that so much because, you know, sometimes I think there is a lot of pressure on us as we go through life and we grow up, you know, being a teenager, going to our 20s, moving on into our 30s. There's a lot of pressure for us to always know what the next step is or why we're doing something. But, you know, it sounds like for you being a ballet dancer, wearing the makeup, going on through to being a makeup artist, being, you know, a sales, um, sales assistant in a store like Napoleon, which led you on to regional and then you learned the sales aspect, then you learned the business aspects, so then you could go on through, you know, into real estate. And I'm sure you gained such a wealth of knowledge from real estate, all of which skills both personal and professional you probably use in your business to date so sometimes you know though we may not know why we're doing something or how this is going to pan out in the future we're always grabbing little bits and pieces that we've learned along the way and all of that is just invaluable to me yes i completely agree you know every sort of step along the way i feel as in, as in, you know, our past really shapes us and really guides us along the way into, you know, where our future path is taking us. So, um, yeah, I've just really embraced every moment and, um, and been very grateful for it. 
Yeah, so special. So I'm even um, thinking back, you were saying before that um, you're a stay-at-home mom, you've got two kids, you've got the hubby, you were doing some traveling. Even now, as I reflect being pregnant, I'm learning a lot more about my body and body care and self-care and the products that I'm putting on my body while I'm trying to create a little human being inside of me. Um, You know, was that ever a conscious thought of yours as you were pregnant, as you were bringing children into the world? Or was it really when you started to travel and find out about spa that you realised there was this gap in the market? Yeah, I, I feel, um, yeah, through through pregnancy, um, you know, you, of, of course, you know, you're thinking, um, you know, you're growing this little being inside of you. Yeah. So, you know, um, I definitely felt that um, I was tuning into more um, that holistic sort of health and well-being. You know, you do prioritise your health during something like pregnancy. Um, and, yeah, I, I feel that that definitely did did guide me or at least um, sort of ignite some um, interest within the self-care, um, yeah, that, that whole movement. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. So then tell me about the moment where you thought, that's it, I'm going to create my own luxury spa and body range. How did that come about? Was it light bulb? Was it overnight? What did your friends and family tell you in that moment? Did they think you were crazy? Did they think you're a champion? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of... Um, I kind of make sure that I um, sort of think about things a lot before I sort of tell too many people about it. So by the time that I was actually, you know, talking about building a brand and things like that, um, you know, I, I, I felt that it was so it, it was so sure in my head that, um, you know, by by the time that yeah I was sort of you know mentioning it mentioning it to people. Um, yeah, they sort of, you know, had confidence in in what I was doing. So I didn't get too much um, sort of uh, queried looks or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like everyone was really supportive and, you know, everyone just really wants the best for you at the end of the day. So, no, it was all good. (laughs) Amazing. And so what's the first thing you do when you think, okay, I've got this idea, I want to create the brand? Yeah, so... um, Really, uh, research and development for me, um, and that whole that whole um, time of um, you know sort of figuring out what I wanted to do, um, you know, it was it was really like a self discovery journey. I feel, and um, you know, I had a lot of help from um, man- my manufacturer once I did engage my manufacturer, of course, um, and yeah, I just had a lot of fun with with that whole development, um, that phase. So I literally just started off with, you know, um, going to the cosmetic floor and buying just everything that I could possibly see in sight. So I knew that I, you know, wanted to create something, you know, truly special and um, and I wanted to um, specialise within, yeah, body care. Um, and I sort of you know, really um, identified early on that I wanted to be a really niche brand um, and only bring out a selected few 
um, products to the market in the beginning. Um, so, you know, I knew that I wanted to have a body polish and a, and a clay mask um, for the body and also a body balm as well. So, um, you know, just going to the cosmetic floor and literally just buying everything there that I could um, possibly feel, touch, smell, um, and just, you know, you know, testing out um, all the consistencies and, you know, what did I like about that product versus another. Um, so, yeah, that's where it all sort of sparked for me. And I, you know, didn't necessarily know what I was trying to do. I just knew that, like, I needed to um, just, you know, completely sort of go through those little baby steps in the beginning and then just really... Um, you know, develop slowly the the idea and the brand from there. So, um, yeah, it was quite a, an organic experience in itself. Beautiful. That sounds like so much fun. That's like a dream day in my life. If I could just go to a cosmetic floor and play with all the different salts and clays and oils, and that would be such a dream. Yeah, it really was, yeah. And, yeah, I just had fun with it um, and, yeah, just... Uh, wanted to you know sort of figure it out myself along the way yeah after the break Charmaine shares with us lessons of business burnout and branding but first a word from today's beauty partner now if you like many are using this time to evaluate your business and are looking for a skincare range that offers better results better client compliance and an uncompromising approach to quality and ethics then it should almost be a no-brainer at this point in the conversation that you should contact the Dermalist Accounts team today. Steph and the team have kindly offered all listeners of today's episode to receive a complimentary three-step Dermalist trial kit just by phoning or texting 0411-807-665, emailing sales at dermalist.com or private messaging them over on their Instagram at Dermalist. Science, conscience, beauty. Trust me, you won't look back. Head to www.dermalist.com to find out more. And now back to Charmaine. Have you taken any specific steps to help you create and build the range so far? I mean, have you um, studied extra or, you know, I don't think it's... um, it would be easy for anybody to just go into, you know, salts and clays and have a look and completely understand. How did you build your knowledge that way? Um, So again, just through, you know, a lot of research and development. So just, you know, um, you know, doing a lot of reading, um, you know, uh, also finding a a good manufacturer at the time, um, you know, that was really key for me to make sure that, you know, they, I was tapping into their knowledge base and, you know, they're the ones that have spent, you know, 40 something years, um, you know, studying it all. They're the ones with chemist degrees or they're scientists and things like that. Um, And, you know, and really just um, understanding that the expertise lies with them. Um, So, you know, using them as sort of my, you know, Um, mentor in a way um, and then just providing them with you know options and you know just discussing and and talking about different products and you know what if we did this what if we did that Um, so you know the whole process took me up to two years to really you know be completely firm and solid on the products that I did really want to bring to the market so yeah it took a long time. 
Beautiful. I can imagine all of that is now paying off, which is very, very exciting <laughs> for you. Um, yes. I'm wondering, Cocoon Luxury Body Care prides itself on being Australian, which I love. And I think in 2020, um, Aussies really want to champion, support local and shop small. Um, and of course, you have a seed to spa philosophy. So I'm curious to know what seed to spa means. Yeah, so with... Um this seed to spa, it, it really, um, you know, is pretty much exactly how it sounds. And, you know, we only use 100% um, natural ingredients and our brand philosophy is really all about, um, you know, natural, organic um, and really, you know, and making sure we um, look to nature for the answers um, and, you know, bringing this clean beauty into your home because it's um, home spa, but also into the spa treatments that we will be having as well. So, you know, direct from nature and, um, and yeah, it, it's, it's pretty much as it sounds like, you know, as, as natural as it possibly can be, we, we are really, you know, bringing that um, nature into the luxury clean beauty um, space. Yeah, and I really love that. And I think that's a huge movement that a lot of our our aesthetic industry and also our clients are demanding at the moment, which, you know, your promise kind of fulfills that, you know, you're 100% natural, it's ethical, it's sustainable packaging, Australian, but not only that, but vegan and cruelty free as well and we're seeing that be a huge trend and a huge focus from um, our clients these days when recommending not only face care but also body care yes absolutely yeah. most definitely so then tell me from the australian aspect there you've married some key botanical australian ingredients like your plant extracts you've got there you've got pure essential oils you've got local clays which are obviously super super active for the body um lots of you know marine algaes and hyaluronic acids so what was the process behind making cocoon luxury all encompassing I think for me, um, it was ensuring that we had the highest quality ingredients, um, as well as, you know, the expertise of my manufacturer and making sure that our formulas were the very best they could be. So like I was saying, it, it's taken me two years of my life to really, you know, of dedicated research and development, um, you know, the testing that went on, the samples that were going back and forth, um, you know, from one side of Australia to the other and back again. Um, you know, it, it's, it's definitely um, been a, a real journey and, um, you know, making sure as well that there were no reactions, like bad reactions to the different skin types I was testing on. So I'd be testing on family and friends and even my children, just making sure, you know, from like a mature skin to a younger skin, there was, you know, really no reactions or, um, you know, just making sure it, it was really the best formulas that I could come up with. Um, and, you know, I think, um, you know, our, our products are absolutely second to none. So, you know, starting off with um, obviously the body polish, you know, it's all about the magnesium rich salts and, you know, the, the very best pure essential oils that we could source globally. Um, and, you know, the uh, botanical extracts in there right through to our professional range that has the 
body mask and um, the body oil. So, you know, looking at my body mask, like you said, we've got incredible ingredients in there. Um, It's like three premium Australian clays and volcanic ash, arrowroot, vitamin E, betaine. So all the way through, it's, um, it's, you know, very much about um, using these active ingredients. And of course, um, the the finishing um, product being the body balm is, you know, again, super active. There's actually um, a patented ingredient in there, which is the algaes. Um, and they've been, you know, backed by Australian scientists um, for their anti-aging claims. So, you know, um, also hyaluronic acid, of course, that's been well documented over its time about um, of, of how amazing that is for um, anti-aging and holding that hydration in the skin. Um, you know, beautiful shea butters, um, vitamin B5, vitamin E, uh, and again, pure essential oils in the body balm. So, you know, um, I think all the way through every aspect of uh, products um, and the formulas that I've created um, are, are very considered. You know, um, we have a very high percentage of um, organic certification in our formulas and you know there is absolutely no chemicals in our um, formulas there's no toxins um, no synthetics we're vegan and cruelty free so it's the very best of the skin um, of the clean beauty um, products that are really on the market and um, making sure that we specialize within this body care because at the end of the day that is our point of difference um, for Cocoon Luxury is that we do have these clinical actives in the body care. And, um, you know, really that's our core message is, you know, from the neck down where, you know, considering our um, anti-aging um, solutions for our body when everyone else is really thinking about, you know, the face. And, of course, that's important too. But, you know, from the neck down, we, we do want to, of course, um, treat um, our whole body, our holistic being, um, the same way and put that same attention on as we would our face. I think our whole body still deserves that. And, you know, the skin really is um, the biggest organ that we have. So, you know, really, you know, providing that, all-round um, sort of self-love and care right from head to toe just makes complete sense to me. Yes, and you've taken the word right out of my mouth there when you mentioned the mm-hmm. word considered because I think there are a lot of average body products out there which are you know just built on basic butters or basic oils or emollients because it's like ah oh, yeah the body who cares it's kind of an afterthought of the face as you mentioned there but you know hearing things like b5 and ha and you know your beautiful actives and things like that in a body range makes so much sense and i love that you've put that much effort into each and every single product Yes, absolutely. That was such a big driving force for me is it, I had to bring out a brand that did really have a point of difference. Um, so I've been so happy and fortunate with my journey so far. Yes. Now, I'd love to chat to you about self-care because in 2020 and certainly 2021, that is a real buzzword that's going around. And I think everyone's had, um, you know, the real privilege to 
pause in this pandemic and self-care is a huge message that is associated with Cocoon Luxury. And I want to read um, back a quote for anybody who hasn't landed on your website, but you said, as a society, we need to re-educate ourselves from this burnout culture and start nurturing our physical, mental, spiritual health. And I love that so much. I want to know what does self-care mean to you? Yeah, so, um, you know, there's a real deeper significance and philosophical, um, uh, philosophical message, I should say, um, behind Cocoon Luxury. And for me, that self-care message um, does go further than skin deep. And I feel, you know, we live in a world that is so fast-paced now. Everything's digital, it's online. Um, we're often at times very um, impatient and um, we want everything instantaneously. Um, uh, you know, I just feel there's so much sort of daily stress and anxiety and everyone is just go, go, go. You know, the years just go by quicker and quicker um, as been evident this year. You know, we're already sort of nearly Christmas. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just think we need to start putting our, you know, health first and really think about our whole body as one holistic being and, you know, really bringing that unity between mind, body and spirit. Um, and, you know, I've got a favourite saying that I've always sort of lived by and, you know, you can't, um, uh, you, you cannot give from an empty vessel. And, you know, I've always sort of gone with that. And, you know, that, that's got so many different levels of meaning. But, you know, if you're not sort of filling your own, cup and you know giving your own self the you know gift of time and you know prioritizing your own um you know health and well-being and and just you know giving yourself that time to to relax and you know take a deep breath and just you know be in the moment then you know what what's really life all about and you know we're you know everything's on absolute you know um speed dial almost these days and I think there really does need to be a balance um, of our self-care. And I think this year in particular with the pandemic and all, you know, we are now really, you know, sort of um, identifying that self-care is, is really the future, I think. And I think, you know, corporately as well, people are, you know, now um, there's this big movement to, you know, um, you know, incorporating um, a culture within the workplace of, of self-care and, um, you know, whether that's, you know, health, healthy snacks in the office place or whether that's, you know, taking some time off or, um, you know, I think even working from home perhaps helped a lot of people as well. You know, they're, um, you know, able to, you know, see their kids and things mm -hmm. like that. And, and, and in some cases it might not have helped <laughs> as mm -hmm. well. But, um, you know, I think, yeah, it's, there's, there's definitely a big movement now to this whole, um, yeah, um, you know, people really trying to uh, be the best versions of themselves, put themselves first and, um, and, and, and at the end of the day really try and give back to themselves because, you know, we all work so hard, don't we? Um, and yeah. it's, it's definitely, um, a, you know, putting those little luxuries into our day um, and, you know, and just trying to really, you know, um, nurture ourselves is, is really where it's going now. And, you know, our whole brand philosophy is about that. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And this is going to sound like such a sponsored thing to say, but I promise anyone who's listening, this is not sponsored (laughs) by Cocoon Luxury. I just absolutely adore the product. But I do think, um, well, every morning I start my routine after I get out of the shower, after I've done my walk or my workout and I apply, especially since being pregnant, you know, I apply the beautiful oils and then I'll go on through to my day. And then at nighttime, I'll do the same after my shower again. And sometimes I'm like, oh, tomorrow, you know, you're so busy. You've just got to start work. Like, you know, don't apply the balm on today. You know, you can just quickly get dressed. And then my (laughs) other little good um, angel on my shoulder is like, Tamara, can you not give yourself just 30 to 60 seconds to apply this oil, you know? And I think it's, it's in that mind shift where you can either go down the route of listening to the devil and not kind of honoring your rituals and just jumping straight into the day, or you can actually take the time and, you know, if it's applying an oil or applying a balm or whatever that looks like, just so that you can set your intention for the day, you will definitely avoid burnout faster. Yes, I completely agree. And also, you know, just talking um, from experience of, you know, being a mother of two, you know, we're giving so much to our, you know, children or, or um, you know, if you're within, you know, the corporate world, you're giving so much to your colleagues and your staff. And, you know, a lot of people just, yeah, forget about themselves. And, um, you know, I just think, yeah, it what our brand um, philosophy is is really just being the best versions of ourselves possible because then we're able to have that strength and have the energy to support others around us in the very best way we can. So to me, that just makes complete sense. Absolutely. Now, I'm sure this um, launching a business at the end of 2019 and surviving your first year, congratulations, (laughs) in business, through a global pandemic and a recession has taught you a lot. But what's been the biggest lesson that you've taken away from being a business owner so far? Um, I definitely think, you know, just being very strong on the fact of, of knowing your cust- like your ideal customer. Um, I think, you know, realising that you can't be everything to everyone is is just um, mm. such a helpful tip for me. I, you know, I listen to so many podcasts and different things like that and, you know, just, you know, knowing that you, you know, I have my ideal customer, knowing that I can't be everything to everyone um, has just been a game changer for me. And um, I think as well when you, you know, you speak, um, like if, in your marketing um, sort of strategy is, is like if you speak to everyone, you're actually speaking to no one. So I yeah. feel for, 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 for my brand at least, um, you know, knowing the demographic that I'm really trying to capture into and, and speaking to them really directly and, you know, if there's anyone like me within, you know, the clean beauty market um, and who's a consumer who wants you know, clinical active um, body care in a, in a natural and organic um, alternative, then, you know, they're going to come to my brand because I'm speaking to them directly. Um, because, you know, there's, there's so this abundant of, you know, products out there on the marketplace and, you know, you don't really want to just end up as white noise um, to your audience. Um, you do really want to be speaking directly to them as, as if, you know, you're, um, you know, you're speaking to them one-on-one. So, um, so for me, that, that's the biggest thing and, um, and really just, you know, setting your brand apart from the rest um, and, you know, and, and tapping into that right audience is, for me, super key. 
Mm, yes, it's absolutely crucial that we're speaking the language of our audience once we find them too. And speaking um, speaking of finding our ideal customer, I am sure many people are going to say, where can I stock Cocoon Luxury and how can I find it? So I'm wondering then, what do you look like in, well, what do you look for rather in terms of um, a business who is looking to stock Cocoon on their shelves? Yeah, so um, most definitely spas. We are a professional spa brand and we, we do have an amazing um, professional use range. So definitely spas, um, skin clinics as well. Um, we're, of course, very well aligned with the Medi spas um, and skin clinics um, because we are anti-aging and we do provide a um, organic um, anti-aging solution for the body where, you know, that, that's really sort of missing within the Australian um, sort of beauty market, um, hence why I bought out the range in the first place. So um, I, I definitely feel that's really where it, it does lie. But moving forward, I, I do foresee um, I want to get into, you know, the um, boutique hotels and the destination spas and retreats and most definitely the luxury retailers as well. So, you know, just making sure that, you know, I'm aligning my business with um, like-minded um, other businesses that have and share the same dem demographic as me and one that, um, you know, we're targeting into that self-care market and really that ultra-luxury um, space within the clean beauty market. Absolutely. Um, I'm wondering what you're looking forward to the most out of um, 2021 and heading into your second year of business. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm really enjoying the natural um, progression of growth. And, you know, I, I'm, yeah, I um, am most definitely looking forward to, um, you know, seeing Cocoon Luxury um, reach, you know, far away shores. Um, got some very exciting news coming up soon. Um, we're launching into the UK market. So we're going to be um, releasing, you know, who we're um, coming out with there. And um, I think, you know, eventually as the years progress, you know, I, I do want to um, eventually be a global brand. So, you know, I, I think, you know, 2021, definitely, um, there's a lot um, on, on the cards for it already. And um, I'm just, yeah, really grateful and, and enjoying every step of the way. And, um, you know, I'm just so grateful to my loyal um, customer base as well. They've supported me um, right from day one. So, yeah, so grateful for that. And just so um, excited to see where this brand um, really can go. Oh, I'm so excited for you and heading over into the UK is such an incredible step. I mean, it's an incredible step for businesses who are, you know, three to five years on and just to say that you've just clocked your first 12 months is such an impressive venture. So congratulations and um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching along the ride. Oh, thank you so much, Tamara. Really appreciate all your support as well. Not a problem. Thank you so much for spending the morning with me this morning and chatting all things Cocoon. I really appreciate your time. Me too. Thank you so much. Given the nature of the year that was, but too the blessing that the pause gave us as a reminder to slow down, self-care and body care have never been so closely linked, which I loved hearing about today. If you're wanting to see or hear more about Charmaine as she continues her business journey, or perhaps you want to take a look at the products for yourself, 
follow along with them at Cocoon Luxury Australia on the gram for more information. Us, well, I would love to extend a very big thank you to you as always for your time spent listening to the podcast and for all of your support. In 2020, we reached 150,000 ears in downloads and for that, we could not have done it on our own without you. If you've enjoyed the conversations, have somebody you would like to suggest or nominate yourself to be a guest on the podcast or even inquire about episode sponsorships for your brand, please do reach out to us on all of the channels at Tabute Industry and myself at Tamara Reed Butte for more. Until next time, stay connected.